So, yeah, we've got our guest, Nkosinati Majola. He's a victim of um, the floods that have been tormenting KZN for the past two weeks or so. And as we mentioned earlier on, many families have been displaced by the floods in KZN, which have claimed more than 400 lives. So we've got Nkosinati. Nkosinati, good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you, my brother? I'm all right, and you? Uh, not too bad. Well, we, we, we're more worried about you. And you being <laughs> out in, in, in KZN. Now tell us, Mkosnati, um, how have the floods affected you? And which part of KZN are you from? I am from Pine Town. Oh, uh, Pine in, Town. A, in a little, uh, uh, say, uh, called um, Nazareth. Do you know where Nazareth is? Uh, I am not sure, but I know Pine Town is like, what, 15, 20 k's from Devon? Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, okay. So how have the floods affected you and your community? So basically, it has affected me by obviously um, the most tragic uh, way because you know I lost my mother, my father, and my younger brother. Wow! Yes, all at once. So um, you know, initially the mudslide just hit the whole house, wiped down everything. Um, it was very, very hectic. I managed to uh, survive because I ran, and you know, it was still hitting me as well. But I'm, I managed to get away. I escaped. I tried to save my mother as well. I bought her more time. Uh, she was also like drowning, badly hurt from all that mud, and I had to save her. And I, you know, I I tried my best to save her. Bought her more time. Brought her to the hospital. Unfortunately, my father and my brother had, you know, died uh, immediately uh, due to impact. And um, my mother was the only person that actually survived. I had a conversation with. And then after that, she passed away later on in the hospital. Wow. Kosnati, we're so sorry. Yes. Condolences to you. I mean, wow. I, I appreciate that. Now, you know, talk to us about, you know, the events leading, you know, mm. to losing your family. Um, what happened? I mean, when you, obviously it was raining nonstop. Yes, and I'm yes, sure yes. as a family, you're very concerned. Yes, we were concerned. Uh, the rain started early parts in the morning all the way to the actual accident. So you know, we were very concerned because now th- there was a lot of water coming down. And mm. it was it was unbelievable. I've never seen anything like it. Mm. Um, and nothing of the sort of nature has ever happened before. So uh, initially well, what we were doing is that we were um, you know, trying to redirect the water down, uncovering drains, or just trying every way possible for the water to not... Um, flood the house, you see. So, and mind you, this house is very big as well. So it, it, you know, it it, it needed all like this. It needed like all three of us, my father, uh, my brother, and I, to sort this out. You know, so we were outside, and so and we were working all the way till the accident, which happened at around one a.m. Hmm. So, so were yes. you sleeping? We were sleeping. I say, were you sleeping when this 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 accident happened? No, I was not sleeping. No, hmm. not at all. So you were still up? Yes, I. When this thing happened, you know, like I was there, like I was, I survived from, just like I was in the same, you know, place with my mother, my father, and my brother. You know, my mother was inside the house. My father, my brother, and I were outside trying mm. to fix everything, trying to redirect the water, as I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So, the the three of the us three uh, men are outside. So. 
my mother was the only one who was inside the house. So I saw this, if you can try and picture it uh, visually, the mudslide is coming from a bank above the house, mm. okay? So um, we were just working, working at the side of the house, and it came down on us very, very hard. And I saw it coming over like a mud tsunami. Mm. Uh, it was filled with, like, heavy boulders, not just rocks, like heavy boulders. And, you know, I could see it in a split second. I had to make a decision whether I have to run and and see what happens later. Because the thing is, at the moment, I, I, I saw immediately that this was going to kill me. Um, so I guess the the my my will of not being, you know, shocked at that moment kind of helped me because I was able to get away. Mm. And unfortunately, that was not the case for my mother, my father, and my brother. Uh, so I got away, and meanwhile, this thing was still hitting me because I obviously didn't. I was still in the way of this thing, but it mm. hit me. But I had to block with my arm. I have like a, I have some injuries to my arm. I have mm. some injuries to my legs. Um, it hit me all the way, but I had to get mm. away because, you know, it was it was a life or death situation. And 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 Kosnati, where are you staying right now? Right now, I'm staying with my girlfriend and her um, and her mother uh, and her family. Basically, uh, they let me stay there, and you know, yeah, it's, it's been fine for the for the time. They just took me in and then just accepted the situation. They know they also live in the same area. Okay, and and mm. and and for those who are keen to help, what type of assistance are you looking for at this <clears throat> point? Um, first of all, I'd like to say. Um, you know, this situation um, showed me that uh, I should educate people about it, which is why I can, you know, confidently tell people about my scenarios. Uh, if you want to learn more, first of all, uh, they should head over to my Instagram, mm. and they could. Uh, I, I, I did a live and throughout the whole experience so that people can know what it is going through something like this. My purpose for right now is to educate people because, you know, this could actually happen, you know, to anybody, yes. you know. Yeah. So, uh, I'll repeat that. That's my Instagram uh, handle. If you want to see the live, go watch it. It'll educate you first. And then you, uh, based on what you've seen, can uh, uh, donate and try and help me. Because, like I, I explained there, uh, it's very hard for me to tell people where should I start. Yeah. Because now, whatever you want to give me and accept, you can DM me there or you can contact me on my phone number. Um, um if you wanna, if you wanna help me and uh, help the people around me, so I could, uh, you know, start building again. But you know, since everything that I have is gone, um, I, I just need the assistance. And for people to ask me what I need is impossible for me to answer mm. because everything is gone. And I just want people to be educated first before they try and, you know, donate something that they might think I need. But I just need the foundation for now. So tell me, uh, your family, um, have they been buried? My family has not been buried since this process is so um, complex. It's mm. not, you know, it's not so simple as a natural death. Yeah. It's, uh, it's not natural. So um, another experience that I'd like, how much time do we have, by the way? No, like, go ahead. Okay, so another experience that I need to tell you about is when we eventually found the bodies, because I took my mom to the hospital, and I had to wait at the hospital. So during this time, I was still waiting to find my father and my brother under the rubble, okay? So 
during that time, I I I I had to make a decision. I had to stay with my mother, you know, but because she was the only one that I had saved, mm-hmm. and I had you know I had to you know I had to guard her, you know, and they wanted to do other checks, X-rays, and everything. So uh, where this where this is leading to is that the bodies of my father and my brother ha- we had to uh, manually open the body bags mm-hmm. and put them in ourselves, mm-hmm. and you know. It's a very like um, a very deep um, stuff because I mean this is my younger brother who's yeah. 15 years old. Mm. Um, this is my father as well, but I had to do this thing by myself. I had to um, put them in myself. I had to take them across this block road, uh, far distance, uh, because they were not willing to do it themselves. You know, it was very difficult. Mm. Um, these people were not taken by hearses or anything. These people have we had to transport them to the mortuary. We had to um, tag them as well. I had to tag them, open the body bags again. When I get to the police station, tag them, you know, um, identify them by myself. And, you know, it's a process much harder when everything, all the documents that these people um, lived for and, you know, um, you know, you know, all their time, all of those things are gone. You know what I'm saying? Your ID, your cards, everything is just gone in the rubble. And, you know, it's impossible to find in, in a scenario like this. And even if you try to recover any of these things, everything is submerged. You know what I'm saying? So it's, 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 a, it's a difficult process to even get documents. And the worst part is, like, everybody is in this uh, holiday, um, you know, yes. everyone is on a holiday right now uh, as we speak. I'm fighting to try and get, you know, certain documents, but I cannot get those documents because everybody starts operating by tomorrow. You see mm. what I'm saying? So the funeral, uh, and for those who also like to know who know, um, the funeral will still be organized. I am planning to do a memorial service. Um, thank you to Pantan Boys, which is the school of my um, uh, younger brother, and I also used to go there as well. I'm an old boy. Um, they offered to do a memorial service at the school. So that memorial service, as we have planned, should be on Thursday, depending on the scenario. Because mind you as well, there is there may be no electricity and there may yeah. be no water. Mm-hmm. So, um, you, you know, there's a lot that is, is factored into this because every everywhere there's damage in KZN. And, um, it's, yeah, it's, it's really devastating. And, you know, you don't really know where to go next because... Um, burying somebody right now is one of the most difficult things, and you have to have confirmation of somebody passing away in order to bury them, and that itself is hard to access right now. So as soon as I have that accessed, and this week, uh, I I will definitely let everybody know about funeral arrangements and all of that. But right now, the process is very difficult. And how can those who would like to help reach you? They can reach me on my cell phone number, uh, 0671-808-989. And I'll repeat it just in case uh, the people don't get it. It is 0671-808-989, okay? And that is my uh, number. You can WhatsApp me. You can uh, call me. Um, and if you're trying to help me, then uh, yes, please, uh do so, um, and I will definitely credit where I can because that's all I can do for now. Um, but yeah, that's 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 all I can say. Oh six seven one eight zero eight nine eight nine. And then, what is your Instagram handle again? 
Mm-hmm. Uh, my Instagram handle is Ingane Kasatan. So uh, Ingane Kasatan. Okay, Kasatan. Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes. All right. Thank, thank you so much, uh, Gosinati. And uh, yeah, we'll keep you in our prayers. And I guess prayers sometimes are not good enough. You need help. Yeah. Definitely need help. <clears throat> Financial yes, help. I just uh, appreciate the support from everybody that I'm getting from the moment, including uh, my mother-in-law and everybody else who's been supporting me. I do not take these things for granted because I do believe that there is always a plan. Well, All right. Thank you so <laughs> much, Gosnati. Great day. All right. Wow. What do you even say? I mean, such devastations, heartbreaking news. What do you say? It sounds like a movie when you're listening to how much he's lost, what he's had to go through. And he's, he's, he's not the only one. Many people have been speaking about how they've, they've watched their loved ones being wa- swept away by the floods. Some people having to hang on to trees to, you know, to try to survive. And like Ngosnati is saying, people have lost valuables as well. Yeah, trick I mean, certificates, documents. birth certificates, yeah. IDs, SASA cards. Uh-huh. Like, there's just so much devastation. And there's so much work to be done. Yo. So much work to be done. I mean, remember last week we actually spoke about how, um, you know, because of uh, these dam- roads being damaged, uh, mm. ambulances are not able to access these places. So exactly. people have to mm. carry, you know, their beloved members, you know. That's what he was saying as well, but he had, to, he had to carry his family members to the, to, to the mortuaries. He, has to, he had to carry his family members to the hospitals. That's the, the exact same story Ungosnati is telling us. It's just so sad. It, it sounds unreal. Yeah. But it is true. Yeah. There you go.